0: Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loras College. In this episode, we discuss Loris College's newest offering, the Certified Financial Planning Certification Program. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm pleased to welcome Assistant Professor of Finance, Brian Callback, into the studio. Welcome back to the Duhok Digest.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Thank so, you. Good to be here. Yeah.
0: So I'm glad you're back. So the last time you are here, we talked about the, uh, the undergraduate program for uh, financial planning and wealth management. And now we're here to talk about something else, still financial planning, but uh, kind of a, a higher level. What is the Certified Financial Planning Certification Program all
1: about? Right. So I appreciate being here and to talk about the program. We're very excited about this new offering. Feel that. It's the right next step for Loris to take in terms of how we educate uh, financial planners across the country, and that's really when you know when you say big step. Uh, this new program, this it, it's a virtual program, and I'll talk about what I mean by that in a, in a little while. But uh, this expands us across the country. We can serve students uh, across the country from um, you know from coast to coast, and uh, allow us to, to increase uh, our ability as as a Loris College community to. Uh, positively impact the the financial planning profession.
0: Yeah, and this isn't just uh yeah, you know, before we talk about the undergraduate program, this is not just Loris college student undergraduate program. This is something for anybody to to sign up or apply f- apply for.
1: That's correct. And it it's not for undergraduates. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably the first thing that we'd want to chat about. And if I want to back up too, you you had asked, you know, where does it fit, you know, in order to sit for the certified financial planner uh, exam you need to have an education requirement met and uh, in order to be a certified financial planner you need to have four the four e's they call it uh, the the education the exam the the ethics and the experience and i know when i went through my program uh, back in uh, i think it was 2010 or 2011 i went through uh, dalton education and dalton is the leader in uh, cfp education i mean they they have the the people that have uh, been on the item writing committees for the CFP board so they have experience with how uh, the CFP exam questions are asked they have people that are uh, kind of have their ear to the ground with uh, different trends and questions and hot points that that may be uh, t- that have been tested in the past and that should be emphasized in education programs and they have a hands-on approach which i feel that as we look at Loras uh, matches our commitment to uh, to walking alongside our students um, I, I won't name the school, but like when I went through uh, this program with Dalton, Dalton partners with colleges and universities across the country, and so we're one of them. And uh, in order to offer this education program, but when I went through my program, I went through a, a, a major university. I mean, I think a lot of people would enjoy having the uh, this university's name on on a, on a certificate, and and I do. I mean, there's a part of me that enjoys that, but um, what I never heard from them. I never had any contact with them. Nobody from the school ever called me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, nobody asked to check in. Uh, the only I, I got a registration uh, receipt and then I got a certificate at the end, but no contact in between. I should say Dalton contacted me in between, but none from the college or university. Sure. And as we sat down and thought about ways that uh, we can expand the momentum and the excitement around the financial planning program we hear we have here at Loris, because the the undergraduate program we have more and more students signing up for the minor. We've had our first two students uh, pass the CFP exam. Uh, we have four more sitting for the exam in March. Uh, this is just an exciting time to, to be part of this program. And when we tried to figure out ways how, how can we capture that excitement uh, and take that next step, we knew we wanted to be with Dalton. I mean, Dalton is, again, I, Dalton's a leader. So we, we knew we wanted to be partnered with Dalton, but, but how, did, how do we make this LORIS? and so what we have with our new certified financial planner certification program is professionals from across the country can participate in in our virtual classroom the classes are taught by dalton faculty the information is uh, via dalton's website and platform and system Um, so it's it's all through them Uh, however we we spent we've spent a lot of time talking about how do we make this loris and so uh, in the nine months uh, and through six courses that the students would take online, uh, you're going to get a phone call from me every four weeks. Uh, you're going to get a phone call. You can, might get a text, an email as you're going through to, 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 to walk alongside you to provide encouragement, to help answer questions, to provide coaching. Um, I've spent time as a, as a coach with Dalton, so I know how they operate mm-hmm. and uh, what type of questions they ask. I know their system. And so it just felt like a comfortable way to – make this Loris because we wanted to bring these people into our community and that that was important to us is that when when you look at the Loris College community uh, family that family atmosphere uh, the people are proud to be DuHas you know you just look at Duhawk Day and all the different pictures and purple and gold that's around this country and we wanted to capture that uh, mm-hmm. and, and bring that community mindset because it's that's unique in this program you don't have, you don't necessarily have that proactivity and communication uh, that you're going to get from Loris, and uh, you know. So just to make sure that I explain the program, maybe that's probably was going to be your next question. I would imagine it was. You're jumping the gun on me, but okay. feel free. <laughs> well, it. Uh, so with the with how this program works is when you think about our undergraduate uh, degree, the students have to take six classes, and uh, in those six classes they're going to learn financial planning. Uh, roles and responsibilities. They learn about the ethics component. Uh, They learn about education planning and risk management. Uh, They take a course in investments and tax and retirement and estate planning, and then they have to take a capstone at the end. What this program does, the CFP certification program does, is it takes that and uh, allows it to be virtually completed by a professional in the field. So for instance, when I got my CFP, I was working uh, as a financial advisor, and I needed to get my education completed because um, not everybody has the program that, that we do here at Loris, And so I had to get my education completed and I went through Dalton. And in nine, I think I took about nine or 10 months. I, uh, I finished this program, again, through that large university and was able to sit for the CFP exam. So mm-hmm. there are other professionals out there who need that education program. And they may have worked in the field for 10 years, 20 years, but if their school... Or their their university didn't offer a CFP registered program, then they need to take the education component. It doesn't matter what their experience is. So that's one that tells us how unique Loris's undergraduate program is. But two, it tells us that there are people out there that are going to want uh, and need this type of education. Dalton again, Dalton's the leader, so um, we can we can use their name and we can talk about. Um, Talk about how special and important their pro their program is. Along then with adding Loris's relationship-focused servant uh, mindset, along with their top-of-the-line program.
0: Sure. So this is uh, completely virtual. So this is something. So uh, a student, anybody who signs up for the program, will be able to attend everything kind of on their own time. So they, you know, the lectures may be delivered live, but they're not. If they don't, they're not. they are not there sitting there in front of their computer for that lecture. That's okay. They can still stay up to date with everything.
1: Right, it's a virtual classroom. So there, there are times when uh, you know, classes will be held. And uh, you know, we strongly encourage them to make sure that they, they can attend as best they can. Uh, it's generally two nights a week um, for the, the, the course of the program, so either Monday or Wednesday, or Tuesday or Thursdays. Uh, but those are, re- those are recorded, mm-hmm. so they are able to go back and, and watch those if they will, uh, if they wish. Um, but, yes, it, it is completely virtual, and, um, and, and, and that's what I liked as when I was going through it. I mean, was the just the ability to c- – because you have to work. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you have a job. You know, I had a – my daughter was two at the time. Uh, it's not like you can sit from 8 to 5 and study for the exam. You have to uh, – life, life can get in the way. So you have to make sure uh, that the resources are available to you, uh, both in a disciplined nature to make sure that you're focused and and on the schedule, but also that uh, uh, they're also available if life should get in the way.
0: Sure. So, well, and let's talk about that a little bit in terms of who who this is well suited for. You kind of touched on it a little bit somebody who's you know they've been in the in the career for a while they just need that certificate, they need that final exam, that certification to get through. But um, they're not the only people. I mean, there's there's kind of a, a wide variety of people who actually this tailor is tailored very well for who who might be best suited for this?
1: When we look at the, the goal of the, the program from an audience standpoint, uh, this is really tailored to anybody who wants to pursue the CFP designation who didn't go through uh, a, a CFP registered program uh, at their college or university. And um, you know again, it, I don't I keep going back to it, but touches on how unique our program is here at Loris for the undergraduate students. They wouldn't have to go through this CFP education program because they already have it, mm-hmm. they have it done but most, stu- most schools don't have it. So mm-hmm. in that case, it doesn't matter if you're a new financial planner, It doesn't matter if you've been working for 10 years or 20 years, and if you wanna pursue the CFP education program, you need to complete the education requirement. Uh, there are a few ways to, uh, say, get out of the education. You know, you could be a CPA, you could be a PhD, Um, You could be a CFA, and there's a couple others, but in those cases, you can skirt around the education piece. There's an exception to that, and you can sit for the CFP exam, but most people don't have those. So yeah, in terms of an audience standpoint, we're looking for anybody who wishes to pursue the CFP uh, exam and the credentials, uh, but who wants that relationship? Who wants someone who's gonna really walk beside them and, and dive into who they are Uh, as opposed to simply just seeing them as a number and a revenue source. And and so that's – I mean, anybody who graduated from Loris understands that that's who we are. You know, we are are a family, and we are servants, and we want to translate that to those people who may not have gotten their undergraduate degree from Loris College.
0: Yeah, so as as kind of – as we know on campus, what students are investing in their future in terms of their education, but it's the faculty that's investing in those students and really trying to do what they can to push through, and that's that's really what makes this Laura's program unique.
1: Right, right. It's it's that that additional layer, and there's no cost for that additional layer. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the the students aren't going to pay any more than they would if they went, you know, through another program or right through Dalton. I mean, it's uh, we wanted them. This is just who we are. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like we were saying as we got together to talk about this program, you know, what else can we add to this uh, and, and then charge for it? I mean, it was just this is who we are as a Duhaw community. So if we're going to do this, we're going to do it our way uh, as opposed to trying to say, you know, again, that this is just a revenue line and see what we can bring in. This We want to... Uh, we want to care for these people we want to walk alongside them and that's 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 what's important to us we want to celebrate their success i mean when when logan and olivia just passed the exam i mean it was um i mean i felt like a proud parent i mean it was (laughs) just so cool to get their text message saying i passed i mean and it was just i mean just a wave of emotion to remember them from sophomore year when they started the program you know the the ups and downs throughout the way their study time we talked about jobs and careers and really learning who they are and what makes them tick and then to see them at ages you know 22 obtain one of the one of the, the, the highest designations in the industry i mean it was it was just really mm-hmm. incredible and so we want we want to walk beside we we like having that feeling i mean that's fun i mean so I like to tell my undergraduates the, my service to you doesn't end when you graduate. My service to you is whenever you need it. And Mm -hmm. I'll be praying for you and cheering for you, you know, throughout your life. And there's no reason that can't be done Mm -hmm. in nine months, you Mm -hmm. know, with, you know, just because I know someone for nine months or 12 months, I mean, we're not gonna stop praying for them and cheering for them when our program ends. Mm -hmm. We're gonna stay with them and find out, did you pass? You know, and let's celebrate i mean that that's exciting and so that's that's really again that's who we are so mm-hmm. what sets us apart and you know what makes us different is it's that one-on-one individualized coaching mentoring relationship aspect that uh, is just just part of what you're going to get from this loris program
0: yeah and, and actually just really quick follow-up just so you mentioned logan and olivia so logan ben and olivia flynn who are two uh, 2020 graduates and have just gone out in the field. I mean, out in the, brand new into the field, and have passed that CFP exam, and are already moving forward. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're part of the first wave of students who went through the undergrad program. That's right. So, um, kind of looking at that, you kind of mentioned a little bit. So, people who are professionals, been out in the field, but they're not necessarily they don't have that CFP certification. What What is a certified financial planner? What is it? What is it that they do that that is distinctly different than and these other designations
1: well essentially anybody can be a financial planner mm-hmm. i mean i don't, uh, it, and i know that makes it i'm generalizing quite a bit there but i mean anybody can be a financial planner there's there's no degree or there's no uh, bar exam that that can say you can be a financial planner now depending on if you go work for a broker dealer or you go work for an raa there's different requirements and, and potentially some finra exams that you're going to have to take to uh, to kind of prove your. Uh, you're ethical and that you understand some content. What really sets the CFP credential apart, and the, and, and, I, and you you can put me in the camp that believes that the CFP certification should be uh, the minimum requirement for a financial planner. There is a movement amongst um, CFPs and non-CFPs that, uh, that, that if we're going to be a financial planning profession, that we need to have some type of bar, uh, like a bar exam or a medical exam to uh, to prove to the, the public that we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And there is a movement that the CFP exam can be that exam. And, and you can count me as as one of those people that believes strongly that that, that this exam really separates, I believe it really separates people. And for one, it separates people because it's hard. And uh, not everybody wants to go through that process. I mean, it's, it's a hard exam. And we kept telling Logan and Olivia as they were going through it, uh, this is gonna be the hardest exam you've taken. And this is a different animal than anything you've seen in college. But it's hard for a reason. I mean, it's hard because what the CFP exam asks you to do is to holistically look at someone's financial life where other exams and and other credentials may say, here's a textbook, study the textbook, take the exam, here's your certificate. Mm -hmm. What the CFP exam does is says, here's your textbook. When you finish with this one, you have to pass an exam and we're going to send you the next one, and then we're going to send you the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Oh, you know, and then when you're done with all those textbooks, we're going to send you, you're going to have to sit down for an exam that goes over all those textbooks. That final exam, the CFP exam, is, is what separates it. So when you work with a certified financial planner, from a content perspective, you can be assured that they are they have an understanding of uh, what it means to be a financial planner, what the planning process is. You know, They're not just flying through what I've always done or just strictly focus on investments. They're looking at um, in, insurance, they're looking at investments, they're looking at tax and estate planning and retirement planning, and they have a sense of, of these topics, whether you're a business owner or an individual, the level of depth that they've been prepared for, um, it, it surpasses many of the other people in the field. That's from a content standpoint. From a fiduciary standpoint, the CFP Board maintains uh, the highest fiduciary standard um, of, of any uh, group, uh, any financial group, and uh, presently any government organization. So, what the fiduciary standard means is that as a, I, as a fiduciary, am going to act in your best interest. And from the CFP Board standpoint, there's times when the the, the CFP professional has to act as a fiduciary either at all times. You know, so there's certain things that um, if they do it at any point, they have to be a fiduciary. Uh, and there's times when uh, when they're providing financial advice, uh, they have to act as a fiduciary. And then when they are providing financial planning, they have to act as a fiduciary. Many other certifications uh, and government organizations tend to have loopholes, uh, tend to have, well, you know, you, it, I, I would be in this case or I wouldn't be in this case, and the public doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. And so what the CFP board has done is they've come out and said, we want to stand for the fiduciary rule. We want to stand for when you see the CFP marks, you can trust that that person is acting as a fiduciary and is acting in your best interest. Because there's, I mean, like all fields, there there's not always uh, solid actors and, and and they're not always acting in your best interest. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's a lot of conflicts in finance. There's there's people that are looking just to sell product or they're looking to gain new clients. And, and the, the point of financial planning is not uh, to do any of that. The point of financial planning is to to serve your clients and help them reach their objectives. If that leads to uh, additional assets and additional clients, then that's wonderful. But my job as a financial planner is to look only at your situation and not my own, not my businesses, not my referral sources. And that's what the CFP board has essentially said. So again, I, I know this is kind of a long-winded answer <laughs> to your question, but you know what does the CFP mean? Well, from a content perspective, it means that uh, this person knows what they're talking about. And from the fiduciary perspective, the ethical perspective, it means that they're looking out for your best interest. And, um, that's, that's a big, big, mm-hmm. um, important meaning in the financial planning world. Um, so it's just, it, it fits well with Loris, right? I mean, we, right, we, right. Chea- we teach our students the servant mindset. We teach them to be ethical decision makers and, that's what it means to be a fiduciary, I mean, is to serve others. It's, it, it's really that simple. I mean, there's a ton of ethics bullet points and lists, and how do you – it's just – it's very, very simple, and that's what we talk to the students about. It's you serve others first, okay. and that's, that's – it's that clear.
0: Okay. For somebody who's considering it, like, well, that sounds like a, neat, a good idea. Maybe I should – what um, – really, what is it that uh, – how do they know if they're ready to pursue this, this field? Like, what what really is the – what should be the tell? Like, you know what, I should go get that certification.
1: Well, the interest and the passion to serve others is where I would start. Mm-hmm. And if you're not interested in working with other people, then you're not inter- you're not going to be a good financial planner. And it's similar to teaching, right? I mean, I could be the smartest professor in the world, but if I don't like working with students, I'm not going to be an effective teacher. So, I, I, that's what I see. You know, it, whether or not someone is ready or not, or someone is interested, is more about the passion. Uh, because I, I think when you look at many professions, if, if you don't have the passion, the content is, I mean, not going to be applicable. Mm-hmm. So. If you have the passion, if you're interested in it, uh, taking this pr- uh, course is not the, the end of the line. This is the first step. So working through the nine month course uh, allows you to check the box that says you have the CFP education requirement completed. Uh, we do recommend that they sit for the Dalton review, uh, which is not connected to Loris, but we feel is, is top notch. It's a two it's and a half, three month review right before the exam. So as you look at, um, and, and I should add, the exam is offered three times a year. So there's three testing windows, one in March, one in July, and one in November. So generally, people are gonna gonna time that. They're gonna say, if I'm gonna take it in July, I'm gonna look back two or three months, okay, that's my review, and then I'm gonna look back nine months, that's my uh, education requirement, and that's when I should start. Uh, There are six starting cohorts during the year. So, I mean, students can start uh, in in any time, January, March, I'm gonna try to remember two month intervals here, but basically every two months in the year, um, a new cohort starts. Okay. Um, So we are always open to talking to people. It's not like there's a one time a year that they can, can start this, Um, but yeah, it's, it's a program that um, once you start, I I think probably the biggest recommendation we have, once you start, keep going because you're going to have so much information that you're reviewing that it, it almost doesn't make sense to stop because you don't want any of that to fall out of your head. Okay. You know, you, whenever you study, you want to keep it all tight, tight and locked up inside that brain of yours. Cause I think as we know, you know, with any course, as soon as you stop, you start to, you start to lose stuff. Right. So, um, that's what I think when we look at this program, once you start, keep going, uh, and work, work backwards. So when might be a good time to take the exam and work backwards from there.
0: Okay. Well, you kind of, again, you're, you're heading me on the game. That was basically <laughs> my, my next question, which is what was, what's the best piece of advice you can give? It yeah. It's Yeah.
1: Well, and the best piece of advice, I mean, outside of looking backwards, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a process standpoint, but Mm -hmm. um, my best piece of advice for people going through this program is, and it's hard to say, but enjoy the process. I mean, you are going through a program that very, very few people go through because it is hard. I I mean, when you look at society, sometimes people won't undertake tasks because they're hard. They'll say, I'm already making enough money or my clients are fine or I don't need that or... You know, it, it, you know, it's just a way for the, the CFP board to get money or, you know, it's just, there's so many excuses that people have um, that, but it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think my best piece of advice is enjoy the process, take care of yourself. I mean, you take care of your body during this process. I mean, it, it, I think when I was studying for the exam, I ran more miles than uh, any other time in my life just because I'd study for a while and then I'd go for a run and uh, it seemed to, you know, on the weekends I'd study more and I'd, I'd run more and it just you got to take care of your mental health and your physical health. You got to eat right. I mean, it's, it is a total body decision. It's a total family decision. Um, I I remember, so there were my, again, my daughter was two at the time. And I remember there were certain areas that I was, you know, that I think like everybody, you just really struggle with, or, or the Dalton tells you, you know, this is an area that tends to be a focus. So you're really going to want to know this area. Uh, but I didn't want to take time away from my daughter was too, you know, mm-hmm. and so I don't want to be away at all the time. So what I, I bought those big post-it note pads, you know, the ones that stick up on the wall like mm-hmm. people use for strategic planning and all that. And I, I the way that our couch was centered at the time, I could sit on the couch and I could look across the room and I had I had six different post-it notes. So they were all <laughs> themed. One was the education planning. I think it was the like the three stage. Uh, financial planning equation, and then I had the tax formula. I had different rules about retirement planning. Um, estates, I think, was up there, and then some of the different investment equations. And it was written big enough where I could sit on the couch, and, and Josie could watch Dora. I remember it was usually Dora when she was two. She could watch Dora the Explorer, and I could sit with her, have time with her, but then you know I don't need to watch Dora, so I can look across the room and see my big Post-it notes as I'm sitting with Josie, she's watching TV. I'm looking across the room, and I, it was time with her. So, I mean, there's just, just true. You, you gotta, it's a total body, total family decision. And uh, you gotta be committed to this. Once you start, you're in. Yeah. So,
0: well, I also turned you into an internal dec- interior decorator for a little while there, that, too. That's with right. Giant post it notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that the happiest time of my, you know, at the, at the time, my wife's, um, Moment was when I left to take the exam. Those <laughs> post-it notes came ripping off the wall. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it, you know, it's whatever tricks. I, mean, I I still do coaching for Dalton, so it, um, you know, as, I, as I'll do now for Loris, I I still do it for them, and I, it's fun to talk to people about just the ways they stay engaged and and what are their little tricks, and they're always trying to find tricks from us and mm-hmm. what keeps you going, and but at the same time, just listening to their story and and how they're they're making it work. I mean, because You got to make it work with life and and the exam and and, and work and it's just, uh, and COVID now, you know. So interestingly, I've heard of more people studying for the exam right now with COVID because they're working from home. Sure. So they actually have more time right now to study because they're at home. So just an interesting side piece there. Maybe if you're working from home for COVID and you don't see it uh, ending anytime soon, now might be the right time to do this. So, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, you mentioned it before, but the, so the first cohort is uh, starts in January. Yes. And then every two months after that is yep. a, uh, subsequent every subsequent two months is, is a new cohort starting. So applications are actually are available at this point. So you can apply and, and get in and kind of find out the timing. You find as you said, kind of work backward, find your timing from there and, uh, and we'll share out the link in terms of with the notes for this, uh, for the podcast and right. we'll make sure that everybody can get right to it easily and, and find their way to, uh, to apply. But, but, uh, Brian, thank you so much. Am okay. I, am I missing anything or are we, uh, anything that you're like, you know what, we got to make sure we share this out before.
1: I think just overall, give me a call or shoot me an email if you have questions. Okay. And I, I know, you know, Megan and Heidi, we, we have people that do a fantastic job with helping you through the application process. And, but if, if, if you're, if you're thinking about, should I do this? When should I do this? What's your program like? Just give me a call. You're not bothering me. I love this role. I mean, to me, this is so fun to walk besides people. I remember uh, the emotions when I, you know, at the time now, when I got my letter, my physical letter in snail mail that said I passed, just the emotions of, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the 12 months, the nine months of education and the three months of review, all those emotions came out and it was awesome. And to help somebody get to that point. Uh, no matter the age, no matter the point in their career, no matter if they're changing careers, um, that's why we do this. And so we really um, we wanted to make this Loris, We wanted to make this uh, a good fit based on who we are as a Duhawk community. And I'm, I'm very confident and comfortable that we've done that. So if you have any questions or thoughts or just want to throw ideas off someone, give me a call. Uh, happy to talk. OK, well,
0: how can they reach you through email?
1: Uh, my email would be uh, callback at loris.edu. Um, maybe put it in the yeah, if we'll, you could put it in the absolutely. Uh, email. Uh, but, absolutely. And then my uh, my office phone connects directly to my cell phone, so okay. just call the office phone, and it's going to reach my cell phone. And I'm again happy to chat, happy to talk, happy to serve. So.
0: All right. Yeah. Like I so said, we'll make sure we include those in the in the notes for the for the show, and yeah. everybody can find you and find the program. So. Brian Callback, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me and sharing the information about this new program.
1: We're very excited. Thank you very much. Yeah,
0: and actually, I love it because I can hear it in your voice. It's kind of <laughs> it makes it even more fun to have this conversation. <laughs> yes.
1: So. Yeah, we're this is awesome. It's just a just a dream to be on campus. Dream to be back. I went to Loris, Dream to be back home, um, and just it's just awesome that we can do this. So yeah, I, I, I very excited. Yeah. Yes.
0: All right. Well, thanks again, Brian. And thanks to our producer, Trent Hanselman. And thank you to everyone who listened into our discussion. For more podcasts as well as Loras news and features, be sure to visit the Loras Daily website at daily.loras.edu. Be sure to sign up for the email notifications while you're there so you don't miss out on any any Loras news. If you consume your podcast through iTunes and Spotify, you can find the Hawk Digest there as well, so check it out. We hope you'll join us next time for another Hawk Digest. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other. And go Hawks.